We're digging deep and asking the questions we need to ask. Years of stress and not just emotional. I was depleting my body. I was malnourished. I'm working out like crazy. I'm eating all these healthy foods. How could I not be well? We have to get back to the basics. We can change the way our genes are expressed. Anyone that wants to improve their health or upgrade their health, they should be biohacking. My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to create insight into the body's natural healing abilities, strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 82 of the Biohacker Babes podcast. I'm Renee from Vegas, and I'm here with my sister, Lauren, all the way in New York City. Hello. And we are going to be bringing on a guest for you today. We have Lola from BASE coming on. So if you follow me on Instagram, you maybe have seen me posting about this at-home lab testing I've been doing. So BASE is a company that is making this at-home testing really, really easy and simple for people to do. It comes with a smart app. And really their goal is to empower people to improve their sleep, stress, diet, and other healthy things just through really collecting their data and having access to their own data. And this is all done through blood and saliva testing at home, which is really awesome. And then they provide you science-backed recommendations for things like your dietary plan, lifestyle changes, supplements, fitness recommendations, um, and it's all personalized to you. She is the founder of the company. She's going to give us a lot of insight on what they're doing over there. Yeah, great. I love this idea. I mean, such a fan of lab testing in general, obviously as a health coach and a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. So uh, I wasn't really sure what to expect because I love the lab testing, but sometimes I'm a little skeptical of what's out there because I think we're going, maybe going in a direction with healthcare of taking away the practitioner interaction or the doctor interaction. I think we still, and I, we did ask her about this later in the episode, but I just feel like it needs a human, you need a human to be able to analyze and, and make sure that you're getting the best possible results. And that takes education and it takes, you know, really a lot of care to go through these tests, but I don't know. I just really love her approach of integrating the lifestyle interventions and breaking it down into a more simplistic, I guess, achievable. Is that the word? More achievable way? Yeah. I think if you have like a very complicated health issue, you know, you you do, you need a practitioner that can really hold your hand through it, maybe do some more comprehensive testing. But I think if you just have maybe a few health complaints or you're looking for some optimization, I mean, the science behind what they're doing is, is great for that. Yeah, you're right. This kind of is the middle ground between really sick and needing all these extensive labs. And then I guess the average person that hasn't done any lab testing, this is a great way to get your feet wet. Yeah, exactly. Great way to get started. She's awesome. She's so nice. This is a great. Yeah. Yeah. Great chatting with her. Awesome. So before I bring Lola on, let me tell you a little bit more about her. So like I said before, she is the founder and actually the CEO of BASE. But prior to founding the company, Lola was a software engineer at Amazon, Facebook, and Instagram, where she was focused on improving network performance. She later went on to be the head of engineering at a Costla Ventures-backed startup within the lab industry space. But through her own personal health journey, Lola realized that a major discrepancy in the healthcare system is the lack of access to data around one's health. She founded BASE as a way to help people understand why they are feeling off with a data-driven approach. BASE helps those users that can't sleep, are fatigued, brain fogged, or are looking for the optimal personalized diet. Very, very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's do it. Welcome, Lola, to the podcast. We're thrilled to have you today. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm just recovering from Valentine's Day, I guess. Um, So (laughs) just started getting the the week started. Thank you for having me. (laughs) 
Yeah. Recovering from chocolate or just being off for the weekend? Uh, Just being off. uh, Got to drink with my partner on Saturday night. So that was fun. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a little different with it falling on a Sunday this year. I think my husband actually thought it was Saturday. He was very confused by the. <laughs> so we celebrated well, the day it's early. It's a holiday weekend. Yeah, oh, and it is a holiday too. So it is an extended weekend. For Long a weekend. It is. Happy President's yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. So um, I'm really excited to introduce base to our listeners. I think, I mean, I've shared a lot about my journey using base on Instagram. So maybe some people are familiar with it. And I know some people have already ordered their test kits. Um, but well, I definitely want you to share the story behind how you started base and, you know, what people can expect when they are doing the lab testing. And I have to say that I really connected with you, Lola, the first time we talked, because we had a very similar experience. Like when I was really sick in my twenties, my, one of my biggest frustrations was I couldn't get the right lab testing. I was going to different practitioners, begging them to run different labs. I was actually somewhat fortunate that my, our dad, who is a biological dentist, he obviously has a medical license. So he was able to order me lab tests, but then I had to interpret them and ended up with stacks of lab tests and didn't really know what I was doing. And it was very confusing and frustrating. So comes your company something that has really solved that. And here we are in 2021. So can you share, share your personal journey? Like how did you get to where you are today? Sure. Uh, I guess that it all started for me when I was, I was here in New York city, working a lot, growing my career. And I just hit this point where I was tired. I was tired. I was brain fog and it was just not one day. It was repeatedly. And then, of course, what do you do when you're really tired in a chronic manner? Well, first of all, you blame yourself. I'm just weak. You know, I just don't have that much energy. And then the second stage is really like, okay, let me let me dig. Let me dig here. Maybe I find a supplement or something that can help me. And of course, I went to Dr. Google, and then you find a million of things that you should be doing. Okay, sleep eight hours a day, not seven. Uh, work out five days a week or three days, do yoga, meditate, cut dairy out of your diet, cut gluten out of your diet, uh, diet. so many things that, you know, I, I just got so overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, I cannot do everything. So what is the one thing that I need to do to fix my energy and my brain fog? And I, this was early 2017. I read about the keto diet and it was just magical. Like, what is this diet? You get to eat cheese, bacon, like all fats that I want. <laughs> I just have to give up sugar. I think I can do this. And then I lose weight. I get smarter. I get more energetic. Like, this is perfect. So I went on, tried the diet, and I was feeling actually quite good. My glucose levels uh, got really stable. And three, four months in, I was just, again, not feeling great again. Uh, it's just, it was this subtle feeling of my mood not being great, my energy being gone again. And I actually went to med school for one year back in Spain, where I'm from. And at this point, I just, you know, I got to a point that I'm like, okay, enough is enough. I'm just going to research these on my own. And I ended up going into the doctor. Long story short, one month and a half later, because it also take forever to do the whole thing, the lab thing. Well, first the doctor looked at me and said, as if I, as if I was a weirdo for doing this keto diet. <laughs> but then when I got my results back, it turned out that I had cholesterol issues because of the way I was doing keto. My hormones went off whack too. And I was severely vitamin deficient. And that's why I was so, you know, tired and brain fog to start with six months ago. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, it took me six months of really trying everything, being super motivated to try to find the root cause. I have a medical background. Still, it took me six months to get a hint of like, okay, this is where my problem is. The doctor tried to prescribe me a cholesterol like medication, which was weird because I'm like, no, 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 I can't just quit this diet. <laughs> I don't need to, you know, I don't yeah, have cholesterol yeah. issues. And eventually what I did was just to search, you know, online, okay, how do I raise this vitamin level? Uh, I ended up going to clinical trials just because I'm a nerd. 
Uh, and I just went there to use, you know, I didn't want any more advice on the internet that felt random. So I just directly went to clinical trials. Uh, long story short, you know, like I, I started this journey on like, why do we have technology to buy more, to scroll more, to do all of these things? And as an engineer, you know, and having have worked at Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, I see all of this incredible technology making our lives so much easier to buy things, to scroll, you know, in someone's feed. But we don't have anything to help us figure out what's broken. Uh, why am I tired? Why am I stressed? And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm blocked or what, where's the anxiety coming from? Why I cannot lose weight? Why do I feel bloated when I eat? Why my libido is so low, right? Why don't I want to have sex with my partner? Uh, and of course there are circumstances that are external factors, but there's so much that you can, uh, learn from your hormones, your vitamins, your levels on why things are the way they are and potentially fix them from, you know, directly from the root cause. Yeah. Amazing. So with your medical background, I'm, I'm always so fascinated by this. We talk about this a lot about, you know, going to see a traditional doctor, you have X amount of time in the room. It's pretty limited. They don't really want to answer your questions. I know this is sort of like the extreme side of the story. Not every doctor is like this, but it leaves a lot of clients, patients without answers. And then they're forced to go find their own answers somewhere else. What do you think it is about that traditional model, which is using diagnostics? They're using lab tests. What is the difference between that model and then these at-home tests, which essentially should be providing the same information, but it's like most people go to the doctor with an issue and then the doctor runs their labs and everything's normal. I mean, I, my, I guess, intuitive answer is that our, our ranges, our functional ranges on lab tests are based on a, a sick population. Is that, is that what you would say? Or is there something else to add to that? Yeah. And I always like to start by saying that I have, you know, I only have one year of med school under my belt. So I'm not even remotely close to being a doctor, but I build a lot of empathy for doctors specifically because I have so many friends that, you know, from med school that are doctors now. And I think that, you know, you're, you get trained to save people's lives, not to make them feel better. And that job on its own, it's so hard and they have so much in their plate. Like, can you imagine making a mistake and, you know, someone dying on the other, on the flip side? But then when you think of like, oh, you know, it's going to take me so much energy and work to figure out why this person cannot sleep. Like it just, you know, I'm not that kind of doctor. I'm supposed to triage and keep people alive. Uh, that making them feel better is just not really on the job description. Um, if you think about it. I think that there's this new vertical of medicine, though it's functional medicine that it's created specifically for this. Now the problem is that insurance doesn't cover it because you know your insurance carriers don't want to pay for th that doctor's time and those lab tests. Plus, it takes a lot of energy to figure out you know what's fundamentally broken on someone's life and why they cannot feel good. Um, so there's that side of the story to your question on, okay, what's the difference between that model and base? We're pretty much the same. We're just data first. So all of that work that a doctor has to do on like, okay, let me just figure out why this person is, you know, cannot lose weight. Typically what happens in the mind of a doctor is like, okay, what, what are the cases where I know that this happens, right? Like what are the hormones involved in this process of losing weight and what can be broken? So it's a lot of a being a detective and then doing like a data, you know, data research on someone's body. Uh, now, what we do is we bring that data in a massive, you know, like holistic, not only a holistic way, but we bring so many data points from everyone. And with that, we're able to dig a little bit better or smarter into someone's journey just because we are learning as space grows on like, okay, what are the tests that are more common for, you know, a given root cause for a given symptom? Plus, we have that those algorithms supervised by doctors. What you don't get on the flip side of base is that, you know, there are people that still love to go to the doctor's office, you know, and just have a conversation with the doctor and just having that, you know, one-on-one -on -one consultation, which is typically something that we don't offer at base. It's all like, you know, in-app chat. And so you chat about it. We are creating a community where you can connect 
with other people like you. We, you can ask questions to a nutritionist or a functional medicine doctor, but we don't have that one-on-one consultation. And there are people that, you know, still like that human touch. Unfortunately, the problem is like that, you know, a doctor's time is really expensive. So what we've done to make this super affordable and accessible to everyone is just, you know, to offload some of that work to this technology, such as, you know, we're able to make the doctor's time spent on your, you know, on your profile uh, more efficient and you have to pay less. That's incredible. And that was also just an amazing answer. I don't know how you just presented that in such a well-rounded way and answered all of my questions. If I were you, I would be like, hey, one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) One, I'm just so glad that you presented this idea of having empathy for doctors. I don't think that's something that we talk about very often. I think, yeah, there's a lot of bad rap for doctors because the time is so limited. So we just immediately jump to, oh, well, they don't care about us. But that's a really excellent point that, I mean, we have a lot of sick people in this country. And so it's kind of the priorities on damage control, not optimization. Yeah. I think like the functional health movement is really powerful in the way, but just another point about like when you go to visit your doctor and if say the problem or the issue is I want to lose weight. I feel like a lot of doctors, the first thing, this is not a bad thing, but what they say is, oh, well, you need to work out. You need to exercise X number of times a week. It's not oh, let's test your hormones. Maybe there's like an underlying issue, mm-hmm. right? Even if they are doing the lab tests, they're not covering all of their bases. So I think that's a, it's really amazing what you're doing. Yeah. I'm also just re-watching Grey's Anatomy. So it's just helping a lot with the empathy. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. such a good point. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Actually at, I was at an anti-aging medicine conference a few years ago. And I remember one of the big lectures was about like this, like the stress that most of the doctors are under. Cause at this conference, I would say like 90% of the attendees are medical doctors. And it was about how these medical doctors have a high suicide rate, anxiety, depression, stress. And so it was like how to accept that and overcome it. Like, how do you change your practice? Maybe you stop taking insurance, you know, but just understanding that they're all under a lot of stress because the insurance companies are only giving them so many minutes with a patient and you're right. We're very complicated. So we can't, we can't take it out on them. They're doing the best they can, but now we have things like base that just help support that. And I guess bridge the gap, right? We're not taking away the doctor, but we're, we're, yeah, like you said, we're supporting. Exactly. We are just creating technology to make the work for functional medicine doctors and nutritionists really efficient. So you can, you know, like figure out what's going on with your body and know what to eat, you know, what supplements to take and what are the lifestyle routines that work for you, you know, with the minimal time from a doctor. So it just, it could be affordable. Another thing Mm -hmm. here is, you know, if I have to blame someone here, I would definitely blame the healthcare system in the U.S., especially coming from Spain. It's such a, it's so shocking uh, to see even the price tag of a lab test. This is something that, I mean, of course, I cannot name any lab because they are also our partners. But we had cases when sometimes uh, the bill for a given lab test didn't go through base. Uh, and that person got a bill of a $400 for, for a test when they were charging us, you know, $15, $20. So it's just insane that, you know, when they are charging someone's insurance, they just, they have this crazy markup for these lab tests. And the, the whole system is, it's really wild. Um, you know, the, there's this other story that I have from this medicine that I used to get in Spain. It's just like, it's a really nice lotion for my face, you know, when you break out a little. And sometimes because they put 1% of antibiotic, a doctor has to prescribe it. Uh, So I typically get that in Spain for five euros, you know, like six, seven bucks. And one time I came here in the US to get the same thing uh, and I forgot the prescription home. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll just pay out of pocket. Just tell me how much it is. And she's like, no, no, it's $1,000 you pay out of pocket. And I'm like, no. That wow. cost five bucks. And like with the with the prescription, it was 25. But like when she told me $1,000, I'm like, what's going on with this system? Like this is like, and I remember telling my friends back in Spain, 
you know, the ones that work at pharmacies and the, the ones that are doctors and everyone's just freaking out, you know, like that this compound that has just alcohol and 1% of antibiotic without prescription was just $1,000 at a CVS. So I think Crazy. that like for me, something needs to change with the U.S. Healthcare, healthcare system because it just got, it's gotten to a point that it doesn't make sense anymore. Like I, I don't know how things are structured internally. I bet that there's, there must be a reason why things are set up the way that they are set up. But now what we are trying to do a, a base and of course a million of other startups that are going the same route, not taking insurance just because insurance doesn't pay for it. It's just to help people feel better outside of this healthcare loop that it's not, it's just not right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure I even want to know how cheap lab tests are in other countries. That would be really upsetting. I'm just thinking of that documentary, Sicko, Michael Moore's documentary. Did you ever see that? I haven't watched it, but oh, I know that's it. good. I mean, it's yeah. pretty old. It's pretty old, but I can't imagine that. I don't think much has changed in this country, but you know, he travels over to the UK where doctors are incentivized to help people to get patients healthier and they make more money if their patients no longer have to come to them. And they even pay for things like travel to the hospital. You get reimbursed on your way out. And in this country, the doctors are incentivized if they put you on medication, which makes you sicker. I I don't mean to get political, but it's like they're incentivized to almost go in the opposite direction, which is really awful. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's just, it's, it's sad because something that we also see even with the pharmaceutical companies and, and some supplements company in the culture that we have, uh, one of my favorite things at base that we see a lot is people that have issues with their sleep and melatonin. So we have this culture where, you know, you cannot sleep and then you take melatonin. And of course, melatonin is basically this hormone that puts you to sleep that regulates your, your sleep, right? <laughs> what we see, and like for people that are not super familiar, this hormone just has a cycle. It's just tied to the circadian rhythm cycle. Uh, so it's really low in the morning. Uh, and then levels start to rise up at around 8 p.m. or so. And that's when you start getting sleepy. And then they peak, you know, around midnight, you get good quality of sleep. And then again, towards in, in the a.m., they start de- decreasing and then you wake up. Mm-hmm. Now, we, you, you may have different issues with your sleep because, for example, stress blocks the production of melatonin. Inflammation also impacts these hormone imbalances also it's uh they are correlated with your body not producing melatonin and then you not being able to go to sleep but then there's this funny thing where instead of fixing the root cause of this problem a lot of people just start taking melatonin supplementation which is basically you're just patching the fact that your body is not able to produce this hormone to to go to sleep and now what we see is that people overdose on melatonin so you see these levels like going out through the roof, super, super high because they take 10 milligrams. We've seen people taking 30 milligrams. So then they overdose on melatonin. They are really groggy throughout the day. You see their, those levels being super high throughout the day. And then the same, it's just this cycle where again at night, they need to take a lot of melatonin to be able to go to sleep because they overdose the night before. And it's just so sad because it's like, they are permanently tied to this thing and, and to this supplement that it's making them groggy at night. They're not taking the right amount. But not only that, the, the, the thing that it's causing that hormone not being produced is not being addressed at all. So it's just like they, they are in this permanent black hole of you yeah. know like their sleep being screwed. And it's just so sad because there's nothing in, in our healthcare system today that supports this journey. Don't you yeah. think it's a little crazy that you could just buy melatonin over the counter? I've always thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> Especially it's kind of dangerous. I mean, yeah. I think any any supplement can be dangerous. I mean, you're really pointing out the fact how important having the data is. I mean, being able to quantify what's going on. I mean, like you even experienced, you heard, oh, the ketogenic diet has all these amazing benefits. I'll just do it. But is that best for your body, your biology? Right. So yeah. Do you need the melatonin? Why don't you test before you do it? I think any supplement could probably be dangerous if you're not really testing first. Yeah. You're kind of solving that problem for people. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that not every supplement, but certainly there are some that are more safe to take. But I think that what's missing on the whole melatonin thing is just the education component, which is something that we realize at base that it's so important for us. Like we need to explain why 
you know, why continuous testing to solve your problems? Like, can you imagine the face of people when we are like, oh, you know what? We're just going to get you into a continuous testing plan to solve your sleeping issues or the, your digestive issues. They're like, wait, what? I thought that I just had to go and, and get this melatonin supplement or like- a, <laughs> One you know, time. Yeah, or like yeah. download Calm or Headspace to meditate at night. This, you know, consumers are so trained on like, this is the solution for X, um, right? Like what we said before, if you want to lose weight, you just have to stop eating and work out. And it's like, wait, hold on. You know, there's a lot of, pieces that we are missing as consumers that we need to know about. So something that I think that a lot of startups these days in this space are doing, which is really cool, is to write about it, to, you know, go on podcasts and, and talk about these stories so people can understand the science at a, you know, at a one-on-one level and why knowing it's going to help you to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. So what would you say some of the biggest health complaints are for people that are coming to base? I know like sleep is obviously a big one. Like what are the other big things that you see? We see chronic fatigue, uh, a lot Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, digestive issues are a huge one, uh, issues sleeping, uh, sorry, issues losing weight are another big component. Another fun one that we've been seeing a lot is sex drive, uh, which is something that it doesn't get talked about a lot specifically for women, uh, you know, for men, we have all of these startups like Roe and Hims, right? Like selling Viagra, which is again, the same thing as, as we've, we've talked before. Maybe you don't need the Viagra every night. Maybe you need to figure out what's broken with your hormones and then fix that. And then you don't need to take Viagra anymore at night, but more specifically for women, it's just this taboo topic, right? That if you don't want to have sex with your partner, it's just on you, or maybe you don't like them that much, but it's just so tied to your hormone cycle as well. And we are seeing a lot of users coming to base uh, for help with their sex drive. Hmm. I love how base breaks down the different tracks for people. Like you really mm-hmm. simplify it. Yeah, I, I don't feel like people need to be practitioners to come and use this. It's it's very simple to follow. Could you maybe just share the tracks that are yes. options on there? Yes. So we have sleep stress, sex drive, diet, and energy. Uh, Energies, you know, it's typically, you would choose energy if you have issues with uh, fatigue or brain fog, one or the other. Hey, biohackers, a brief interruption to talk to you about the incredible benefits of red light therapy. You may have noticed that Renee and I post a lot of photos and videos that are overwhelmingly red in the background. That is because we are true believers in the healing powers of the visible light spectrum. And usually that is red light, but there are so many colors that we can benefit from. Simply standing in front of light can activate your body's many systems to work more optimally for better overall health. Light therapy, also called photobiomodulation, is beneficial to metabolism. It can help with healthy weight maintenance. Researchers actually believe that light therapy affects cells that store fat by reducing specific proteins associated with glucose intolerance, insulin resistance, and high triglyceride levels. It's excellent for pain reduction and supporting the inflammatory process and often associated poor circulation. There are certain light waves that can reverse the effects of aging on our skin, as well as heal and repair other areas of our body, such as our brain, our muscles, our gut, even wounds and injuries. I have personally found that healing from challenging workouts or even acute injuries from performing is much faster and much more efficient with red light. Light therapy is truly helpful for so many conditions ranging from weekend warriors with back tightness to those suffering from autoimmune diseases or those suffering from depression. The benefits really are endless. We had owner and founder of Lightpath LED, Scott Kennedy, on the Biohacker Babes podcast. And my biggest takeaway from that interview, he said, light therapy only does one thing, but it does it very, very well. It focuses on the cells, the mitochondria, and helps the cells to create more energy that our body needs to thrive every day. Essentially, we're kickstarting the process of healing. Everything's going to work better with this light exposure. Renee and I have found tremendous benefit in our daily lives and in our quest for energy optimization. So we feel very passionate about sharing this amazing device with you. 
If you want to learn more, check out our interview with Scott in season two, episode 66, and then head over to Lightpath LED to take advantage of our 10% off discount with code biohackerbabes. Again, that's lightpathled.com. The code is biohackerbabes that will save you 10%. He has so many amazing devices. My personal favorite and the one I'm currently using is the red plus near infrared tabletop device. The best part, Scott is his own best customer service. When you purchase a device, he is going to call you personally and explain everything that you need to know from setup all the way to finish to make sure that you are having the best experience possible. We hope that you can bring red light into your home as well and experience these amazing benefits and you too can light up your home with red light. (laughs) Let's get back to the show. And you can combine the tests, right? You can run more than one per exactly. month or okay exactly so we have two two plans two programs we have the base improved plan which is basically when you need to investigate something you need to figure out why you have a given symptom or problem and you want to then once we figure out what's broken what hormone what vitamin level what nutrient is off we retest that one with our personalized recommendations so we basically as i mentioned before relating to my founding story, we match your results with clinical trials. We use data science and technology to be like, okay, these are the things that we really believe based on data that will help this hormone, this vitamin level to get fixed for you. Again, it gets supervised by a doctor and then you will start doing that specific thing. So for, you know, for energy, it could be a a given diet, right? Like it could be removing refined sugar from your diet, for example, or taking collagen, whatever change, or taking a supplement. You will retest 30 days after just to see how that's working for you. And typically what we see is that at the end of the program, which lasts three to six months, you will people typically feel better. So our success metric here is that when someone signs up for base improve for their stress or their sleep or you know their diet, at the end of the program, they feel like they found that thing that was broken and they fix it with our recommendations. Um, again, you will be testing once a month and we typically focus on one area at a time at that one. You can start by looking into multiple ones so we can see what's the one that is broken the most. And typically the others will get at a, you know, will get resolved as you're going through one. And then we have the base monitor plan that it's more for, you know, checking on your health. And you could do them multiple, you know, multiple tracks at the same time. So you can be monitoring your sleep, your stress, and your diet at once. And typically, that's uh, in a quarterly on a quarterly basis. So you would be uh, get uh, you would get sent these test kits every quarter. You do them similar to you know Twenty Three and Me or Everly Well or other companies. You do a finger prick at home or a saliva test. You send that back to the lab, or you can walk into Quest Diagnostics, and it's just this personalized check-in that you can do from home. So interesting. I think the layout is is fascinating. So I'm just curious, in general, uh, someone coming to you is testing one thing first. Is that just to simplify the process and, or is that more of like a, a way to keep the costs down? Like say someone com- is just coming to you for optimization they had to kind of pick one or even the opposite end of the spectrum. One thing is really bad. And just like you said, maybe they're coming to you for sex drive and you test the hormones, you realize, I don't know, for example, like there's estrogen dominance and then everything else kind of falls into place. Like your energy gets better, your weight loss goals get better. Can you explain like why you would test one thing at a time versus just testing everything up front? Yeah, no, we actually, we can test everything up front on the base improve. We just streamline it once we, you know, if you want to improve something, we just rather do one thing at a time instead of then trying to improve everything. So what we do is we can do like, you know, an extensive initial check-in and same thing, you know, like it's $55 per additional test or additional area that you want to screen one, one off uh, payment type of thing. Uh, So if you're having issues with multiple things in your life, we typically recommend you check in on all of those first, and then we will choose what we are going to prioritize depending on, you know, what we know from a biology perspective, right? Like, okay, this diet is typically at the at the very core of a lot of things and your energy. So in between energy and diet, we would typically prioritize diet. And then we would just work on fixing that one thing. And what happens is that magically a lot of times 
a lot of people just feel better across the board in other areas, or sometimes they still have a you know underlying issue in one of the areas, and then we can just go and trans- transition to work on the other one. The problem is we're also working with humans and not robots. So <laughs> when you try to do too much, when you try to change everything at once, it's just hard to know what's working, what's not. You know, one thing may be helping you and the other thing may be hurting you. So then it's just hard to read what's going on in the situation. So that's why once we're actually in the improvement phase, not on the investigation phase, we'd rather work on one area at a time. That makes sense. So you're separating the variables, but also you probably get better compliance just with behavior modifications, working on one thing at a time rather than everything. Exactly. That makes so much sense. That's really awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like my recommendations from base. I think it was like the adrenal diet, uh, magnesium supplement, meditation daily. Like it was very simple, like things to start. And yeah, actually I just had a client recently where I gave her like three things to work on and she was like, it's too much. I can't do that many mm. things at once. So I think keeping it basic is, is the way to go. Yeah. Kind yeah. of dripping out the changes over time. That's yeah. Cause three things doesn't sound like a lot to maybe one person, but someone else but like for someone else it's too much. Yeah. Overwhelm. Really. Yeah. Cool. I think that Actually. for us at base, just, you know, like keeping it up with your health uh, efforts and being healthy is hard. And then you go through phases, right? Like you have a phase where you're like being so good and, and then COVID arrives and, you know, buy <laughs> health. But I think that for us, it's just really important to don't guilt people. And like, you you have to be perfect. You have to be doing these at all times. And it's just, you know, creating a system that allows you to work on your health at your own pace while mm-hmm. understanding how hard it is, right? Just keep in mind that the businesses for gyms thrive on like uh, 80% of people not going. And that's, you know, 80% of their revenue comes from people that don't go to the gym. That just means that there's a lot of people out there trying so hard that they're willing to pay for a membership. So then just don't go because it's just hard to put your shoes on, put your clothes on and just get out of your house to go to the gym. And we get that. It's just really hard to get your test in the mail and then just go do this thing because you're going to know what works for you down the line. It's just hard. So what we want to create is something that it's easy to do. It's encouraging, right? Like you have a community supporting you and just be there for people um, to change their health one, you know, one thing at a time. Hey, biohackers, it's time for another fun giveaway. We are so grateful for all of the positive reviews you are leaving us. We really appreciate the feedback and time spent doing that for us. So we wanted to reward you all by doing another giveaway this week. So if you leave a review on Apple podcast before Friday, February 26th, we will then announce the winner on the podcast that comes out Monday, March 8th. All right. So mark your calendars, get your review in on time. And if you are the giveaway winner, you have the option to either select a gift card to Four Sigmatic, which is a mushroom coffee and adaptogenic plant protein brand that we love so much, or from Kiam, which is another awesome supplement company that we really like. So that's up to you and keep an eye out for the episode that comes out on Monday, March 8th. We'll announce the winner and give you our contact information so you can pick your prize. Thank you all again so much. We are so grateful for you. I have to say, it's also great how quick you get the results. Cause I think that's another piece of motivation. You know, people were like, I want to work on this. Okay. I'm going to do my labs. And then they have to wait weeks or months to get their results and get the appointment with the doctor. And then they're like, oh, now I'm not motivated anymore. But we're, with so, base, we're also impatient. <laughs> we're so impatient. I yes. want it now. <laughs> but but base solves that. You get your results so fast and it comes right yeah. to your phone. I'm actually, I'm looking at my phone to see if I got my next round of results yet. They didn't come in yet, but um, I'm always checking my phone and it's just everything I need to know is right there. It's so easy. That's great. Yeah. And we also, we've heard a lot of our members saying that sometimes they go into their PCP and then, you know, they get lab tests done and you just never get those back. And then they're like, oh, sorry, something happened with your account. And like, they just get lost in translation. And that has happened to me too as well, which is so annoying. It's just like, no one cares about you or, or your results or like, you know, how long do those take? It's funny because today the one of our labs had a power outage, which means that we're going to be delayed on under the results, you know, uh, uploading some some of these results. And it, it was just a drama for the team. Like, it was so dramatic. Like, oh my God, we're going to be, you know, like 
Are they late for some of these users? How do we communicate these? And I think that regular companies or lab testing companies don't care about these. I can guarantee that no. the lab was just not concerned, even if linked about them being closed for one day, but we are. Yeah, because you have that community. Most lab testing, they're just referred out. You know, a doctor wrote this thing. They yeah. have no connection with the doctor or the patient. So of course not. Without that community, there's way less motivation to deliver, I suppose. Exactly. Totally. I really love that you have lifestyle interventions in there. That's a huge thing. I think that's sort of the game changer with functional medicine, because I think maybe functional medicine gets a little bit of a bad name sometimes because it's like you run a lab test and then you prescribe supplements, which Mm. might as well just be medications or drugs at that point. Right. When you're just like reading a lab number, looking through the range, is it high, low, is it out of balance? I'm going to give you this supplement. But it's so important yeah. to address all the other things, the sleep, the stress, meditation, exercise. Yeah, even that's built in. Yeah, even for like let's just take the example of melatonin as we were talking about before. Melatonin is something that your body also starts to produce once you stop receiving light through your eyes. So basically, I forgot the name of it, but it's just this thing right behind your eye that, you know, as, your pineal gland. Yeah. As soon as it stops receiving the, it's going to start producing melatonin. So just like, you know, stop using your phone at night. Stop, you know, using your computer yeah. with like blue light. Uh, manage that a a little bit better and maybe you won't need that melatonin supplement. Uh, I think that the biggest changes in my life definitely have been uh, lifestyle, but just, you know, the combination, it is so helpful too, that for us is really important. And additionally, Mm -hmm. there are things that, because it's not a a one-size-fits-all, we also encourage our members to do their own challenges as well and just do them together so they can measure the effect of something that maybe is not proven by science yet. So we cannot really recommend it. But if you can, you want to go ahead and just see how, you know, one month of traveling and eating and drinking, but being happy as a clam, you know, what does it do to your body? <laughs> you can go and like see that. it, you know, maybe your, your diet doesn't end up as bad as where you think it was going to end up. So that's also something that we can see there um, super important to, you know, learning about your body. So yeah. not N of one, take the supplement. It's N of one, maybe schedule a winter retreat and get outside. Cause it can't, what can it possibly hurt? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is great for biohackers. Yeah. Oh, Anything yeah. you want to experiment with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm actually doing a cortisol challenge for myself. So as soon as I get my most recent results back, which will probably be like the next couple of days. Based off of that, I'm going to implement some crazy challenge, whatever I can think of, and retest. <gasps> What's it going to be? I don't know. <laughs> well, it depends what my cortisol says. So, huh? yeah. Have, have you gotten it tested before? I have. My cortisol tends to run very low. Oh. So we'll see. I've been working on that. So we'll see what this next one says. But you work out, right? I do. Oh, interesting. You have a, see, you have like a, a use case that is not common in medicine at all. Like people super active, you know, like from what I see about your life, I would have not pictured you having, you know, low cortisol, uh, which is interesting. But yeah. Well, we don't know if that's how you've always been or if you just burnt out HPA access over time and now it runs low, right? We didn't, Yeah. I wish I, wish I could go back and test my cortisol 15, 20 years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm sure There's in no high way. school and college, my cortisol was like off the charts high. <laughs> yeah. So we're just in balance. I mean, you never know what yeah. came before, but that's why, you know, you have to test because um, like you said, I think most people naturally think, Oh, I need to lower my cortisol. Cortisol's bad. It's stress. Let me do whatever I can to lower it. But what if it's already low? Yeah, yeah, actually, that's know? a that's a common thing. People not knowing that low cortisol is not good for you. Uh, it's definitely right. you actually sometimes want to have it high than low, which is very counterintuitive. And this is something that happened to me too. I was doing this challenge because my cortisol levels tend to run high, but I'm I'm fine with it. Just I guess that life of a founder. 
Um, and what happened to me was that I started doing this challenge where I was drinking these new CBD drink, one of these new CBD drinks, uh, recess, one can every night, sometimes two. And I don't know if you've tried, have you tried? I've tried recess, yeah, with the ad- adaptogens. I like those. Yeah. Uh, but doesn't it get you like in a <laughs> nice mood and vibe? Like, I always wonder, like, how much, like, this is not supposed to have that much CBD, but oh my God, I'm chill. Hmm. I've never had more than one can in a night, so I don't know how that okay. feels, but I take, I generally take a lot of CBD to sleep. Like, a recommended dose is pretty low for me. It doesn't do anything. So I think in those cans, it's not more than 20 milligrams of adaptogens. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't have that much, but there's something in that can that like, I swear <laughs> to God, like it just gets me in this like mood. Like, I feel good. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny after a month of doing that, my cortisol flipped all the way to the low side. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I took too much. You know, I, this, mm. you know, and now what I do is take one can every other night when I feel a little bit more stressed. But I yeah. try to not to, you know, overcompensate because sure. it, it just goes too, too far on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand how that could happen. Too much of a yeah. good thing could be too much. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't tried those. Where do you get those? Like Whole Foods? Yeah. My corner store has it. Okay. They're a little expensive. That. I don't drink them every night because it would really add up. It's kind of like my treat when I'm feeling stressed. It's okay. a really cool adaptogen. Yeah. 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 I also, I mean, you can get them in several delis, at least in New York City. And they, I mean, they're a direct to consumer company. So they also ship uh, everywhere in the US, I believe. Cool. I love it. Lola, I'm curious, where do you see this lab testing going? Or what what do you think the future of at-home lab testing might be? I think if we see our society in 10 years or 20 years, we will probably have a machine at home that can do, you know, blood tests for us, or even like, you know, our Apple watch would be able to do lab testing for all kinds of biomarkers. I guess that some people in the audience already know that we have continuous glucose monitors today, but it's still up in the air if we're going to be able to do something for vitamins, hormones, such as, you know, we can measure those really easily from home. So I think that we are definitely heading towards the accessibility of this data, hopefully knocking on wood, affordability as well, specifically if we have machines that are able to do so. And now what Bayes really wants to do here is just to help make this data actionable and digestible and know, you know, what to do with that data and when to do it. Basically tell you whenever there's something off in your lab test and it's just time to go to an endocrinologist or to your PCP, like something is just not looking well. Uh, Or on the other side, you know, you're getting a little bit more tired than usual. And then basically just telling you like, okay, this is what you should be eating. Okay. Let's just remove this from your diet. Okay. This is what could be making you tired. Let's just remove it from your lifestyle routine. So that's what base wants to be down the line. You just want to be your personal scientist in your pocket, just being able to help you be healthier in a way that you don't have to think about it. You don't have to, you know, like do the guesswork. You don't have mm-hmm. to like think through doing this whole investigation journey on your own. I can't imagine not having another person there on that journey. Cause I think that's where we're going with wearables, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. to take the expert out of it, that seems a little scary. Like, I, I wonder how that really will work. I think what you have right now is perfect because you have real people looking at this data. And we know with some data, you really need a fine tooth comb. Uh, sorry, a fine tooth comb. You can't just look at the numbers. Like, sometimes you really have to dig and find correlations and look at trends and, and be really analytical. I can't yeah. imagine that ever being reduced to a computer or to like AI. Yeah, I don't think that we are going to be there yet. And like, I think that at the end of the day, there is a healthcare component here. We see people that come to us because they have an energy issue and it turns out to be something way greater. We see so many people that are diabetic and like, you know, like they, they just come to us and they just they didn't know about it. They have a severe thyroid issue. So 
we also, you know, we have that medical responsibility. The, the doctors that work with us have that responsibility. And it is important to have that medical supervision that, you know, shows whenever it's time to be shown. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that there is this moral and ethical component that cannot be fully owned by a computer. I think it's important to also have the community aspect of it too, is to make sure that people can get to share stories and, you know, talk about certain things and having doctors and nutritionists supervising those communities will also be really important. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Of course. Well, I hope this has been super helpful for everyone. If you have more questions about BASE, definitely you can reach out to Lola at BASE or us. Um, I've been using it for over six months now, so I'm happy to answer any questions about that. But before we let you go, Lola, we would love to hear from you one piece of advice that people can start following today. doesn't have to be health-related, can be whatever you like. I guess I would say guilt will lead you absolutely nowhere. Just learn, take it with you and just keep going. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, that can apply to so many things in life. All right. Totally. <laughs> That's not great. A, guilt is not actionable. So we have to use not the tools all. we can to keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Yeah. And I feel that way, even with like health, sometimes I feel bad you know, I trashed my body in my twenties or whatever, but I know better now and I'm going to move on and not focus on that. So yeah. yeah. I guess Wonderful. that guilt is never, never useful. I think that there's yeah. the point where you just look back and then you say, this is not working for me. Uh, but then that, that punishment, that mental noise, it can be so detrimental actually. Uh, just, it, it actually could prevent you from learning and doing it better the next time, just because you, you're going in this black hole of guilt. So that's something that for me, it's relevant for health, but for work, personal relationships, it just kind of works across the board, as you said. Yeah. So many facets of life. Amazing. I love that. Of all of our episodes. So not all of our episodes, this is our 82nd episode. No one has ever brought that up. So thank you. That was really awesome. Thank you. Glad to hear. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lola, so much for all of your knowledge and wisdom today. We really appreciated having you on the show. And thank you to everyone that tuned in. We'll see you next week. All right. Thank you. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. Happy biohacking.